What's up, my hungry friends? You're listening to the Hungry for Success podcast. I'm your host, Michael Phelps. I hope you guys are ready for your weekly dose of motivation because on this episode of the show, I sat down and talked to Santos, whose story is super inspiring. He's lost a ton of weight, completely changed himself mentally, and he's done it all from home. That's right, he was doing social distancing before social distancing was ever cool. He works out at home using his Beachbody system. Uh, he uses, also uses their nutrition plans. And with gyms being shut down, people not having a place to work out, who don't want to gain that quarantine 15, they need to check this guy out. He's got uh, tips, inspiration, workout plans, all that kind of stuff. Make sure that you guys check him out on his social media, Santos underscore fitness underscore journey. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. I know I did. I'm here today with my guest Santos. Is that correct? Is that, is that how correct. You awesome. It's man. Santos. Yeah. <laughs> Santos. Okay. Um, so I'd like to kick this thing off with just uh, maybe you letting me know a little bit about your weight loss journey and just kind of your story, man. Well, pretty much I started two years ago. Um, pretty much I was just fed up with myself, um, the way I was looking, the way I was feeling. I just... I, tried the yo-yo diets in the past and stuck it maybe stuck around with doing it for like two weeks, three weeks, never nothing serious. Um, it just kept putting on weight, putting on weight and then dropping a little weight here and there. But it was around my 30th birthday. I told my wife, I was like, I got to do something about my weight. And so I didn't start right away. I ended up starting my birthday's in November and I ended up starting um, in February. I, could have started in January like everyone else, but I just didn't want to do that. February came. I said, hey, let's do something about it. Um, pretty much I decided with uh, start off with Weight Watchers. Started pretty good there. Lasted six months with it. Um, I just, again, like I said, I was just not, how do I word it? I was not feeling like myself. I felt sluggish. I felt like bad energy. I just, the way I viewed life yeah. was it was just bad. It was toxic. And I was negative. Um, my wife even says it. It was just, there was many times with, I, she just had, she, I was unbearable. Basically I was, I was a jerk. Um, I was always, like I said, I didn't want to do anything. I was the type of person to pretty much sit on the couch and watch TV all day. Didn't, didn't want to go on any walks. Didn't want to be active. Um, and I'm just, I'm just looking, thinking back now the way I used to be versus how I am now. Um, but it still shocks me to this day. Um, like I said, it's just, I, I, to be honest, like I was the type of person, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror after a shot, like walking past the, you know, a shower or whatever to put a towel. I was just, I was so embarrassed with myself. I was, I grossed myself out. I, I, I felt disgusted. Um, well, just from your social media, it definitely seems like a big change to now, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely um i had zero confidence back then and and like you said this is how it is now it's a huge difference um to how i view myself um but yeah which is understandable because you've made uh like some crazy changes i've looked at your before and after pictures and that kind of stuff on instagram so how much weight have you lost um well i started off at 265 pounds um in that two years ago that wasn't my heaviest. My heaviest was like 311, 317 wow. pounds when I was in high school. Okay. Um, I ended up, when I went to, when I went to college, I ended up dropping some weight, but it was unhealthy. 
Um, I was skipping meals. I was, I started drinking or I, I, I guess you could say I developed a drinking habit um, just to pretty much, it was cheap. It was quick to, to keep up with school and everything. Um, dropped weight then. And then when I ended up getting married, um, I gained some weight again, you know, a few pounds here and there. And I, I, I mean, I know I'm going back and forth, but like my habits of eating were horrible back then. They, I would eat out maybe five, six times a day. I was the type of person to drink pop soda, whatever you call it. I, I call it either one, but I would drink almost a two liter um, a day. I was the type of person before work going to 7-Eleven, getting the big double gulps and, and whatnot. And then during lunch, ordering food and soda and then dinner, you know, I was having cases of pop a week. And honestly, that was probably more, I spent more money on that than actual food itself. Yeah. Like it, it was, I don't even have pictures of it, but it, it was, it was really bad. And so, um, sorry, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> So what that's been, that was one of my um, habits as well. It's like, I'm a very like convenience kind of person, right? So I'm always stopping at the Speedway or like 7-Eleven, like you said, and always getting those snacks. Um, So like, how did you make that like mind shift and cut that kind of stuff out? Um, It was a huge, huge adjustment for me. Um, Once I started that, once I started Weight Watchers, I had, I had done Weight Watchers before. But again, like I said, I didn't stick it out. I was impatient, very impatient. I want those results overnight kind of thing. Um, I didn't know anything about any kind of fitness, nothing like that. I had a gym membership to Planet Fitness, used it maybe like four times and went on the pizza days. Um, <laughs> on the pizza. I, like I had, I, I, again, like I said, zero confidence. When I had to make the changes and when I joined Weight Watchers, I told my wife, I was like, enough's enough. Like she has done it before. She had, she had results and stuff, but I wasn't the supportive type. I was always still wanting to go out to eat. So when we did it, I was like, I got to be fully committed, cut the crap, cut the excuses. Let's do it. Um, and it was a constant reminder to myself. And it was, it was honestly, it was hard. It was like a huge temptation because I work in an office that they're constantly ordering food. So having to take homemade meals and, and having to, cut it out basically I went cold turkey um on eating out and I was super strict with myself for six months I avoided family parties family weddings friends parties um I isolated myself basically because I knew that little taste of the junk food was gonna just drive me to want more um I I knew I didn't I don't want to say I didn't have faith in myself but I knew myself I knew just keep away from it and just do it. And and that's why I said it with six months, I dropped close to like 60 pounds. Um, I was just, I, the workouts weren't in as, as intense then it was just a little cardio here and there. I was trying to introduce myself to um, pretty much redo my research because again, I didn't want to go to the gym because I had zero confidence. I felt like I was, I feel like I was going to be embarrassed of myself and, and make a fool out of myself. Um, I had the treadmill already. I had an elliptical bike already, an elliptical, you know, with the bike. Um, so it was trying to YouTube different things and whatnot. And, and again, the nutrition was just like my major point, my major turning point for me was having to make the adjustment, having to, uh, eat more vegetables. I never ate fruit before. I, as a kid, I never ate it. Um, to this day, I mean, fruit's not my strongest point still, but, um, I was always that type that I, if we were going to do food, you know, I was a type, I was like, okay, let me eat steaks. Let me do this. Let me get the big portions of food and always 
triple burger, everything. So when I had to make the adjustments into like turkey burgers, um, when we, you know, made burgers, regular beef, not doing that double patty thing, even if it was at home, you know, couldn't do the, add the turkey bacon. I, it was a huge adjustment, smaller portions. I didn't, I don't want to say I was starving myself, but I felt a huge difference of my food portions getting smaller and I, I just knew, like I said, I, I went cold turkey and I had to, I had to. I had to so I think that's a great point. And that's something that uh, I, I think a lot of people almost shame themselves for um, having like needing to go cold turkey or like not having the self-discipline to resist those kind of foods or just have a little bit. But it's just like, yeah. if you're an alcoholic and you quit drinking today, you don't go sit at a bar you know, like you don't yeah. put yourself in those situations. So like, why should you, uh, with food? I mean, um, so that's my thing as well Is like a lot of people are like, look at me. Oh, you lost 130 pounds. You have a lot of self-discipline. It's like, no, I don't put myself in the situations. And like, so that's for a long time with my diet, I went keto and it's not because I thought that was the best way of eating or anything like that, but it's like, that's a rigid plan that I could stick to. And I could yeah. say carbs are my weakness. If I eliminate those carbs, then there's not a chance of me eating over. So it's not where I'm being so self-disciplined just to have a little bit. I just had to eliminate them almost completely from my diet um, until I long-term built those like coping uh, like mechanisms to, to make sure I wasn't going to overeat and things like that. It's great that you looked at yourself and analyzed like your strengths and weaknesses in the so things and we're just able to just like go cold turkey like that um so one thing that you talked about that i really wanted to bring up was you said that at the point when you were at your heaviest it was like really toxic and your wife said maybe that you were like miserable to be around or something like that i don't know your exact words but yeah. how how do you think you got to that point Pretty much upbringing, I didn't grow up in the best neighborhoods um, we're in Chicago. And the thing is that I was a big guy. I was always the type of person that my friends depended on me to pretty much being the big guy was, hey, we need your help, you know, kind of thing. And um, I'm not going to say I was a violent person, but. You were the muscle. There were fights. I, well, I didn't have muscle, but just a big guy. Yeah. Intimidation, kind of. Um, and And the thing is that. I didn't, I'm not gonna say I joined the gangs. I, I never joined the gangs, but it's just by association. Um, the crowd I hung around with, they taught me pretty much filled my head with trust no one, you know, people aren't gonna like you because you're a big guy, this and that. It was, it was just filling my head up and growing up with that. And so pretty much I had a guard up. I was always, always a type to, you know, have that mean mug face, didn't smile, the only emotion I ever showed was if I was pissed off or I was the only time you see me happy when was, I was going to go out to eat. I, I, you know, I kid not. Like I was, I was that little chubby kid, you know, was happy smiling when my food was coming to me. Um, I, I, again, you know, I love my family. I love my parents, but it was just, we were always eating out. So that's what I grew up on. And it just, again, you know, being heavy and, and, the thing is that I don't talk about too much on my page is my medical. Um, mm -hmm. I got diagnosed at a young age um, with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia and a, a spinal issue. Um, I was heavy already. I was always a chunky kid. Um, my mom said, you know, she called me her little butterball because that was almost 12 pounds when I was born. Oh. Um, so I, I was, I was always a big kid. The only time I was like skinny was, I don't know, I was like seven or eight years old, but 
been, you know, just, I was always big. But the thing is that I got picked on as a kid when I was in grammar school. You know, I was always that, I was always that little fat kid that nobody ever wanted to pay during sports because I just didn't participate. I, again, like I said, started having friends to the wrong crowds and, you know, just the way they, they, they filled my head with that. So growing up in my teenage years, the same thing. I was getting into fights. I was getting suspended from school. I was not doing my best because I was negative. I didn't, I was a judgmental asshole. I was, I, you know, I pretty much would pick on people. Not, I'm not going to say pick on people, but start a fight with somebody just because I didn't want to let people close to me. Um, mm-hmm. It happened with family. It happened with friends. I, I lost many friends over that. Um, family went years without talking to a lot of my family members because I was just so toxic. And, and I told my wife, I'm like, I don't know how, we were friends and we met in high school. I was like, I don't know how you stuck around with me all these years. <laughs> like, um, but it, it, it's like I said, it was just, it was just me the way I felt. And again, putting up a garden, didn't want to let anybody near me. So what's, what's allowed you to make the change to the person you are now or like how, uh, how have you made that change? I guess. Um, it didn't right off the, when I started my journey, it wasn't like that. It, I was still hesitant on what I was posting because I wanted to be an open book. I wanted to share my story, but I still was worried in a way of what I was going to be judged on. I never went shirtless. I never, the things I do now, I, I never did. I, I've never done before. I, what I had to do too was lots of moments of, again, YouTube was my best friend back then. Um, just trying to learn and, and Google you know, what is it that trying to get to the nitty gritty of what was it that was my issues? Kind of, I guess, soul searching. I d- developed, a, um, I got the idea of making a board, putting old pictures of myself. I had sticky notes on how I felt, you know, the fake smiles that I was putting. And, and it sucks to say too, because when I got married, I didn't get married in church, but I told my wife, I was like, I was not happy the way I was looking in these pictures. Mm-hmm. It's not saying I had a fake smile, but it's just, I, again, writing sticky notes and, 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 and being honest with myself, I, that was the one thing. I basically kept a little journal um, and just kept it real with myself. I'm like, I can't sugarcoat this. I need, I, enough's enough already. I'm an adult. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, on like that 300, 600 pound life, I mean, 600 pound life thing, you know, I, I, I just, I was tired of feeling the way I was feeling. I wanted to, I wanted to go upstairs and not feel tired and like, like I had zero energy in me. Um, I, you know, like I said, I had to do a lot of soul searching and, and write down my reasons. And it took me probably like a week or so of just writing down everything that I could remember, all the negative stuff that I kept feeling, um, trying to write some positive things about myself. And, and it also hit me like, I'm writing all these negative things about me. And what do I see positive about myself? I was like, maybe five things and the rest were pages of just you know, calling myself a jerk, calling myself worthless, a loser. It's just so many things. And I was like, I can't do this. I, I was YouTubing things and how to change that around and what, you know, it, it, was, it was a huge adjustment for me. So like, it sounds like you had some like really negative, like self-talk and also it um, kind of seems like your identity was like linked to being the big guy, you know, like you had talked about from your childhood, which was one thing for me too, you know, like I always played sports, like I was the big guy, like I was useful in that manner. Um, So I guess like, how did you make that mental shift? Like what, what changed? What, 
um, what has allowed you to become who you are today from that negative self-talk? Like you put it all on this vision board and then, so what made you change from that long list of negatives to a list of positives now? Pretty much. So I kind of touched on it. I was embarrassed the way I looked. I never went shirtless. I grew up with my family telling me when we went swimming places, like when we went public pools or whatever, wear a shirt because I was, I was affected. You know, I, I had the belly, I had the, well, not man boobs, but you know, um, the chest. And, and, and the thing is that I grew up like that. And for the longest time that I was with my wife, we, I, she really rarely saw me shirtless and it's, it's kind of embarrassing, but I mean, it's the honest truth. So once I started, once I started eating right and I started feeling not as tiring, I started feeling, you know, energy and started working out a little bit more. I started slowly seeing some changes. Um, right off the bat, like I said, I didn't post shirtless. Um, and the thing is that I've always worked out from home. So the, the thing is that once I started doing this and started like doing these programs that I do with uh, Beachbody, I started noticing some difference. In, and there was a particular program that I've done um, that the trainer just was saying things I was connecting with. Um, I was taking pictures shirtless, but never posting them because, again, like I said, I think what really changed it for me and my view of seeing myself as a, that I wasn't worthless was when I first posted shirtless um, on my Instagram page. I have a coach and everything and I would, you know, send him, I, it took me forever to actually send him like progress pictures because I was so embarrassed. And he's like, dude, you're, you're making changes. Like see this, see that. And I wasn't seeing it in myself. I was, you know, we're, we're our worst, you know, our own worst critics. I was yeah. kept seeing flaws of myself and I was like, no, I'm not ready to post this. Um, the day I was going to post it, I pretty much had like a panic attack and I freaked out and I couldn't do it. I, um, I, I ended up calling, talking to him on the phone. He had to call me down. And, um, I, you know, I, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I pretty much, I broke down in tears. I was emotional. Um, and that's what shocked me, too, because, again, the only, I was either angry or happy when I was eating. I never cried. I was never that type. And the thing is that it hit me, too, because I was like, I'm right here busting out in tears. I'm, you know, I'm over here judging myself and why I'm, I, you know, like I shouldn't be doing that. And I think that's what like was another level of uh, communication with my wife was she never saw me cry either. And she was really shocked. And, and we, we spent an evening just talking and just, just to show, you know, like just uh, the way we were talking about like how I felt and she never saw that, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't open about like my stuff, my feelings about myself. I just kept it to myself for all these years. So I think that also drew us closer as a couple too, because I was open more and being honest. And um, when I told her I was going to post shirtless, um, she wasn't on board right off the bat with me doing that. Um, but the thing is that it pretty much the day I put, when I decided to post shirtless, I, I hit that, you know, post button and I actually logged off for the rest of the day. Wow. I was scared. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy to think that, you know, this one social media post or whatever could like give you such a big confidence boost or like put, um, you know, that's really putting yourself forward. But now it seems like just seeing your social media seems like your confidence has like skyrocketed really since that day. Um, now you're like <laughs> busting workouts out without your shirt on and all kinds of stuff. And 
so that confidence is contagious, man. Like I really feel like you're passing it on to other people and I'm sure like you get messages all the time that say stuff like that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, working out shirtless was still, that was an adjustment to me because it was just first, a, you know, a transformation side by side. You know, I kept seeing these, you know, transformation Tuesday posts and I always wanted to participate, but I was posting, you know, with the shirt and stuff. And I was like, um, once I did the shirtless and like I said, like I said, logged off, logged in, I had so many messages from guys that were just able to connect with that. And that's what I wanted originally. I said, I wanted to be, you know, keep myself accountable. I wanted to tell my story from, I want to be raw. I want to be open and honest, you know, my good, my bad, ugly, whatever it was. And once I posted that, it started connecting. I started connecting with people and, and, you know, it was, I was a little off at first because I wasn't used to that. Like I said, I don't, I didn't talk like, I didn't, I don't want to say I don't know how to communicate with people, but I just didn't know how to talk about things like that. And, and it did, it changed it. Um, to when I decided to actually post about working out and like actually working out and I was still embarrassed because I still had the man boobs, I still had the belly and it was jiggling and, and whatnot. And once I started posting about that, it just drew to another level of more people. And, I, and then at that point too, it was women that were connecting were like, hey, you know, we have that um, guys, you know, we have that. To this day, I still constantly get messages from guys, women, um, from all different fitness levels and, and body shapes and whatnot, and just the confidence. And the one biggest thing I talk about a lot is self-love um, and just the confidence thing. Like, it's like, I always go back to the confidence because there's, I have guys messaging me who are, you know, six pack and, um, you know, who I feel like, you know, they look really fit. They look, you know, they look good, you know, like, you know, you're, you're going to compliment people. That's what I've learned. So compliment people too, you know, show support, whatever. But what I would think, consider them to be like, you know, my goals, what I want to get to. And, and they message me talking about how they're not fully confident to post shirtless, how they want my confidence to just go with, you know, like pretty much screw it, post it, you know, who cares what other people think. Yeah. And, and so it, it, it's still like, like it's, to this day, it still shocks me the, with the, the amount of messages and, and just the, you know, love and support. Yes. I still get people giving me crap for what I post, but it's more positive now than negative. Um, because back then it wasn't always positive. I, I had people messaging me, you know, dude, put on a shirt, you need a bra, you, you know, you're still fat, like stop thinking you're losing this weight. You know, it, there's, I've learned the way, because the way I grew up had that tough skin. So when these people were giving me messages like that, honestly, it, it, it upset me for like a quick second, but you know, everybody's entitled to the opinion, whatever you want to be, you want to be a jerk about it, go ahead. You know, that, that to me, it was just like, whatever, I'm not going to get into an argument with you over, you know, over this crap. Those um, good messages are probably 10 to one to that bad message. You know, you like overwhelmingly, I would, you're definitely helping people by giving them the confidence and like showing them the confidence that you have. Yeah. It, it was, you know, and, but, and like I said, to this day, I still get a few messages and, and it was, I was shocked too when I was getting from women as well. Um, I felt like some of these women were more, were a little bit more vicious to me than, than the guys were. Um, but you know, to each their own. And, you know, there's, like I said, my good, my bad moments. Um, when I, I posted something on my story, when I had a family member who passed away, um, and I was emotional about it and I posted, um, you know, people were supportive and things and still messages and, you know, no man should be crying. No man should be doing this. No man should be showing emotions like that. You know, like whatever i was like 
okay, you know, I, I, I was like, that's, it just, again, like I said, having that tough skin, phased it out. I was like, whatever, but it's so a with lot what, different. So with what you're saying, do you think that social media has had a positive impact on your journey or a negative impact? Definitely positive, positive for me. Um, I mean, cause you've definitely built like a massive community. I mean, how many Instagram stories are you tagged in a day? Um, stories. <laughs> it's gotta be a uh, lot, you, dude. Yeah. Cause it's, it's the one thing. Um, I, I was always on Facebook. I, you know, I, I started posting there originally. Uh, I didn't have this, I have a personal Instagram, but I, wanted to post about my fitness thing and I got it got annoying with my friends and family because they were giving me crap so I made this page uh you know I was posting here and there and then there just started with a group of people that were keeping themselves accountable and it was like I think started off with seven of us and we were like okay you know kind of keep ourselves accountable and just check you know our gym check-in but I was the only one of the group that didn't go to a gym so they thought it was funny that I was always checking in when I was working out from home um and then they eventually, we were going on and we started adding more people and um, more people started seeing that with my stuff and just tagging and tagging. And then the whole challenge is uh, people are tagging me now these days. And um, I guess my, I, like I said, those people ended up like dropping off and, you know, they're still working out, but they're just not posting in their stories of like the check-ins. Um, I ended up, I was like, you know, I need, I want to. I want to come up with the hashtag, you know, I'm not gonna say I created it because it's probably out there, but I was like, let me use the fit fam. Cause you know, not everybody goes to a gym, not everybody, you know, works out different, you know, whatever it may be. I was like, let's be a community. Let's be a family. Let's, you know, up, you know show support with each other. And so I just did this, decided to do the uh, fit fam and started using that. And other people started catching on with it and started tagging me. And like, it started, people were starting to ask, Hey, how do I become part of that? And can I join you? And then random people I've never talked to would tag me. And then, that's how I started building more. Um, uh, that's how I started building communication with these people and just starting to get to know their stories and stuff because they would just tag me. And I, I honestly, like I, I never thought my journey would make an impact on these people and never thought my story would ever be like shared the way it is. And um, I have friends that follow me and they're like, dude, you know, we're seeing your stuff like random places. We're seeing your, you know, your yeah. people reposting your stuff. And it was just, you know, I never, I never asked for that. I, it, 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 you know, I'm very, I'm honored and I'm, I'm humble about things like that because, you know, I, I told my wife, I was like, if I can get my story to reach out to like 10 guys, you know, originally that's because that's what I wanted was to show my story and, and, you know, like show it to guys that like, we can do this. It, we can talk about, it. we can be honest with ourselves and talk about feelings and do all this. I'm like, if it reaches out to like 10 people, like, Hey, you know, hell, I, I did something. I just, I never thought it would go reach out to the way it did with these people. It, it, it's, it's, it's still shocking to me. Yeah. And that, so that's really the purpose of, of me doing this show, right? It's like, if I can reach one person or 10 person, 10 people, um, and give them the confidence to keep going or show them that it's possible, like by just explaining those stories, like that you're explaining now, you know, then that's making a huge impact on somebody's life. Um, yeah. yeah. So another thing I really wanted to get into is like right now with the COVID, there's like a lot of people not going to the gym and you touched on this, like most of your workouts are at home, right? So um, I think that you follow a lot of the Beachbody stuff. Like tell us, tell me how that's kind of went. So yeah, like I said, I've, the only time I've ever gone to like a fitness center was that when, uh, 
when I was on vacation using the hotels. Um, but I, I, you know, besides starting off on the, like the cardio stuff, I, uh, joined Beachbody. I became a coach, uh, two or a month into it. Um, so I've always worked out from home. I didn't start off with weights. I started off with resistant bands, uh, the resistant loops, um, sorry, backtracking a little bit, but before I even joined Beachbody, like, like I said, I was YouTubing things. I was trying to find things along the way in the house, how I can incorporate that to a workout. I didn't have weights. I was, I kid you not, I was, I was not strong. Like, I'm not saying I'm strong now, but I had zero muscle. I would carry a case of water and be tired. Like, I was just, I had zero strength. And so I would learn to, like, throw a case of water in a backpack and run up and down the stairs. Probably wasn't the safest, but like I said, I was trying to find things around the house. Um, joined Beatbody now. I was doing workouts. I, um, fast forward to now when everything started happening, gyms closing out and people um, not being able to work out and stuff. I felt like that was my way of share, kind of reaching out to people. Um, not necessarily saying to join me with Beachbody, but to kind of suggest ideas that work for me. Um, and I would always tell people, you know, I'm not, I'm not a health instructor. I'm not, you know, I'm not, not you know, licensed. I'm not any of this. I would, I would say people will work for me, may not work for you, but here are some ideas that worked for me when I started off my journey, you know, try to find things around your house. Doesn't mean you have to go out there and drop money on these weights and do all this because again, not everybody can afford that right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and people would laugh at me at first. And I was like, you know, the bad bag of sugar, that bag, you know, put it in a Ziploc bag or put it in, you know, in a grocery bag and start moving things and finding things and, you know, find things around your house to keep active because some people didn't want to go outdoors. Some people, you know, it, it was just the way I, I think my DMs probably when everything started happening within like two, three weeks, my DMs were constantly filled with just, Hey, you know, thank you for that suggestion. Thank you for this. Thank you for helping me out. Or thank you for checking in with me and just reaching out. Like it, it was just, I felt like, you know, I was like, I told my wife, I'm like, it, it was crazy because I, it didn't make a huge impact for me. I, I didn't, you know, have to worry about, Oh my gosh, where am I going to go work out? Am I going to be able to, am I going to get off plan? Am I going to go back to you know old habits? And, um, I was very fortunate that, that this, that didn't affect me at all. I was still able to continue to work out. Um, and I felt like I was able to help others along the way with just random ide like ideas around find objects around your house to keep you active. Yeah. There's so many people that got shut down for the gym and everything just kind of went out the window. Then they got hit with the quarantine 15 or the, yes. or the quarantine 30, um, yeah. that, that Corona really, um, impacted their fitness so would you say over this quarantine or corona that you've improved like continue um, to progress i'm well to be honest i did gain a little bit of weight because i i didn't t uh, talk about it but i was training for a competition that was supposed to happen uh next month i was bulking up i was eating more and the thing is that to go into that topic it was my whole goal when i started my journey was to be skinny i wanted to just be skinny. Um, once I got to my lowest at 171 point something, I, I knew like I wasn't, I wouldn't say I wasn't happy with myself. Um, I felt like I was too skinny. I was able to see like my rib cage and, and whatnot. And it's like, I wasn't starving myself. I was active. I was eating right. But I just, I had like zero, you know, muscle mass on me. And I, I, again, you know, it is crazy because I, like I told my wife, I'm like, my whole goal was I was that big guy, unhappy with myself, dropped to my lowest. And I was like, 
I don't look healthy. Like I, my face was like super skinny and, um, I just, I, I, that wasn't, I, I felt like that wasn't right for me. That wasn't, I wanted to do more. So I ended up starting picking up weights and doing programs that were more weight than, um, than the hit cardio workouts. So started doing that. And then over time last year, I saw a competition with Beachbody. It was a piece of the seat competition. I was so amazed with all the guys and girls I were seeing. And the thing is that um, to be able to see how their transformation kind of, I guess once I start, once I saw that, I was kind of remembering their names and kind of, I don't say be a stalker, but I kind of looked them up on Instagram, saw their stories. And I was just amazed. And I was like, I can do this. I can, I can try to participate in this. I want to sign up for next year's stuff. So over time, I was reaching out with my coach. We were doing the program. We had everything set up. I was working in the progress of bulking up. And um, it was a huge adjustment because I went from my portion control, my portion sizes were so small to having to eat more, having to, I, it, it was kind of hard for me. It was, it was a huge adjustment too, because I started seeing myself differently and started seeing like I was packing on weight, but I had to remind myself, you know, it wasn't all fat. It was, you know, muscle and this and that. Mm-hmm. So this whole corona stuff started happening when they canceled our our competition for next month and it kind of i don't want to say put me in a depression but it kind of like it was like a slap in my face kind of and um i went maybe two three weeks of just eating like garbage and just felt like it was out the window so i did gain some weight um so it's it was an adjustment for me to go back on track with my nutrition and, mm-hmm. and whatnot so i do i felt it i felt different and my clothes were fitting differently because i used to be obsessed with the scale over time i stopped that and the only time i weigh myself is when i start a new program finish program when i do my measurements but that's the one thing i always tell people don't be so obsessed with that scale because it can drive you crazy it, it did for me um but sorry back to your question yeah i i, I did pack on a little bit of weight but um, I was still working out and I just, it was just my nutrition. That wasn't my, wasn't my strongest point. So. Yeah. Then I think the important thing to note there that you said though, is that you were off, like you ate bad for two weeks, but then you got right back on. And a lot of people, that's the mistake that they don't make. Right. It's like, it's completely yeah. okay to fall off the wagon sometimes. Like I've been at yeah. this for five years, losing weight, maintaining. But I mean, yesterday I ate like red velvet cakes and like uh, and brownies and a bunch of bad stuff but today you know like i'm up i have my my regular breakfast and like i'm back on track today um so what is that mindset or like what do you tell people who have fallen off the wagon like how do you give them that motivation to get started again um pretty much it's what i tell my team i since like i said i'm a coach um i'm considered like that unfiltered coach i'm gonna keep it raw honest with you um, I swear, I, you know, that's the one thing I, I do grab feet for is the, the swearing that I do. Um, I pretty much, it was something that was just stuck with me and it was on my wall for a while, like really big capital letters. Like how bad do you want it? How bad do you fucking want this? Yeah. Um, that was, that was always my model, my, my uh, you know, my go-to thing. And, and it, I tell my, my, my team that I'm like, you know, it's okay to, to have a dream to do this and live in the moment. I, you know, I talk about that. Um, but the thing is that again, like, like you were saying yesterday, I celebrated Father's Day with, um, with my family and I, they were food and originally I was going to take my own food, but I just, I felt like sometimes it's a little tacky for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided, Hey, I'm going to eat the pizza they ordered, eat, you know, some of the fried chicken, some Spanish rice and potato salad and, 
you know, lately, I, I was never into sweets, but I don't know what it was. It was like that sweet tooth and just the cake and the cookies. And even if it was sugar-free, because we had sugar-free stuff there, it was, it's still, it, it built up. And it was just like, ah, you know, like you said, new day. And same thing. I, I, I felt that bloat this morning. Um, I, I felt that fluff and the sluggish a little bit this morning, but I don't do it that often anymore. Um, and that's the one thing I noticed too, is before back in the day, I used to be upset with myself. I would probably like, it would ruin my day because I was like, man, I'm off track. This is going to just ruin me. I'm not this and that. It just, I had to learn. I had to keep reminding myself, like it's one meal is not going to affect you. You know, one drink and this and that is not going to hurt you. It's just, you've got to remind yourself. You've got to remember your, your, your reason why you're doing this mm-hmm. reason. You know, that's what I always tell my team. It's like, I always tell them like, how bad do you want this? And they laugh at me now because they, they know I'm going to say that, but you know, it's still to this day for me too. Sometimes it's an adjustment for me because um, I've been trying so hard on getting back on track. And um, when I was training for my competition, I had to be super strict. So once I ended up eating some of that, my body rejected it. Like it, yeah. it wasn't used to that. And same thing, you know, um, with yesterday's dinner, I, I couldn't sleep. My stomach was upset. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I felt sick from my stomach and I was up every hour. I was just like having to use a bathroom because I, my body's not used to that anymore again. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a reminder to myself too. Like, don't lose your sleep over this crappy food. <laughs> so we're talking a lot about food. And you said that whenever you started this journey, you started on like Weight Watchers. How has your diet evolved until now? Um, well, with Weight Watchers, it was a point system. And I, uh, I, I've always, I'm going to say I was always a big eater. <laughs> um, didn't really touch the vegetables and fruit was that was a no-no like I was not gonna eat fruit back then I um I was still able to I guess like I said it was a point system so if I wanted to go to McDonald's and get that Big Mac Mm -hmm. I can eat it but there goes like blowing my portion of my points I mean um versus to now where um with Beachbody we use a container color uh containers and stuff like that and the program that I do and my my goals were pretty much is tells me you know how many carbs I can eat, how many my portions of vegetables, fruits I need to eat, and you know the whole, the whole mm-hmm. pyramid basically. Basically, um, I've had to learn to be open minded um, when coming to foods, trying new things. I'm eating things now that I never ate before, or um, I would like I said veggies were eh, iffy, but now I'm, I'm you know eating asparagus, I'm eating spinach, and it back then it used to be spinach. I mean um, broccoli with the cheese on top. It's, it's not like that anymore for me. It's, you know, it's uh, more chicken and less pork and, you know, some red meat and it's more turkey. And um, I, my idea of a salad back then was add all this bacon and all this crap and all, <laughs> half a gallon of dressing. Know, drown, yeah. Like drown it. And now it's like, no, here's this much and, you know, changing it around. And, you know, I had to learn too, because I was that type of person too. Like I stuck with just, brown rice, chicken, and like one veggie. And mm-hmm. it was like, it, my wife was like, we can't do that. It's going to get boring. But I did it for a while. Um, you know, like I said, I had to learn how to be open-minded and trying new things. So she's getting, you know, she tries the different recipes from Beachbody, different things to fit within my, my nutrition. And it's, it's a huge difference. Like I'm eating certain pasta stuff that I never thought I would have ate before and trying new, new cheeses. I didn't even know was out there. And, and like I said, I was grew up, eating out I grew up certain Mexican foods that's all I knew so mm-hmm. trying all these different things is like a whole new world for me and then you know since they were still trying new stuff and it's um 
I'm trying to get her into eating seafood right now so we can try new dishes of that. <laughs> but so is the yeah. system you use, is that similar to the 21 day fix where it's yeah, like, actually, yeah, yeah, that's part of the beach body stuff where, um, the trainer autumn, she created pretty much this, um, um, this fixate program, this, the whole color cord, um, color containers. Um, and it just, I don't even, I don't, to be honest, I don't know when that started, but over the years with beach body evolved and it changed its food systems around and, um, okay. you know, over it's, it, it's, they evolved pretty much into trying new things and explain stuff. So when I was like 350 pounds was my heaviest. And that is the right. very first thing that I started with was like uh, the 21 day fix. You know, you had like orange containers and green and blue and each of them represented something different, like fats and carbs. Yeah. And like, so while I don't eat that way now, you know, and mm -hmm. like, it's been like a transition, but that's what started me. Right. That's what kind of, uh, it really helped me for the first time in my life, understand portion control, right? It's like, this yeah. is the carbs you get. It's not a whole plate of pasta. You get this, <laughs> yeah. right? And like, that's what a normal person should eat. And so like, I mean, I give that program a lot of credit, you know, like as for just opening my eyes to portion control, you know? Um, and that was a long time ago. That was probably five plus years ago. Um, so it's awesome to hear like how your diet has evolved to what you're doing now and i just think everybody has to find the right thing that works for them right definitely definitely um, yeah that's the one thing I, I so agree with you on that. so you as a coach um if there's somebody that is like unsure about how to eat they are maybe don't want to go to the gym because of corona like where would you tell them to start like what would be your if you had to give somebody like three or four tips of like where to start today what would that be if it was somebody like that joined my team, is that what you're asking? Or pretty much? Well, anybody? okay. Like, so, uh, say I'm a, I'm a overweight person. I come to your DMS and I'm like, Hey, how do I start? Like, I want to get on this track to do the things that you've done. Like, what can I do today to start? What would you tell them? Well, first, I mean, I always suggest the whole beach body. I will, you know, yeah. if somebody reaches out to me, I mean, let, let me phrase this too, because it's, there's so many different things out there, you know, um, different healthy and whatever, Maybe not everybody wants to join Beachbody. I get that. So I'm not the type of person to reach out to people in their DMs. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's some people that don't do that. I'm just not particularly that type of coach. Um, I'll post about it. If you reach out to me, that's fine. You know, like, hey, I'll suggest that. And, I'll, and, I, and I say, you know, it may not, what worked for me may not work for you. Um, you know, I, I, but it's always my first suggestion is Beachbody. Like, hey, this is, they have so many different programs. You know, it's mm -hmm. from beginners, intermediate, whatever the case may be. Um, they decide they want to join in and, you know, I, I show them around and, and I show them and I work with them. So it's like all the way, you know, I don't, I don't just neglect them, but I will tell them, you know, there's, what are your goals? I, you know, I want to find out first of all, what are your goals? Are you trying to tone up? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you, you know, um, what's your eating habits like right now? And have you heard of the, you know, the containers and whatnot? And, uh, again, you know, some, I have people on my team that are not following the color con uh, containers. They're, you know, um, some are doing keto, some are doing, I forgot the names of it, but you know, again, you know, that's their choice. And I'm not going to, you know, talk bad about that because if they tried the containers and it's just, they felt like it wasn't working for them. I can't shame them on that because mm -hmm. they're still being active. They're still, you know, whatever the case may be, I'm, I'm never going to be that type to bash anybody's choices on that. You know, you got to find what works for you, do your research and you, you got to do it. So I, you know, I always suggest the different programs and um, t the 21 day fix is always a beginner's program that, um, I always suggest that people are like, man, this is hard. I was like, I actually, I didn't start off with that program. 
I did her extreme one um, some point last year, and I was like, man, this this really kicked my butt. I was like, man, I was like, I should give that twenty one day one. I got to give her credit. But um, if they decide not to want to join Beachbody, you know, I always tell them like, hey, I was like, YouTube was my best friend. That I I had zero knowledge of any kind of how to be active. Um, and I always tell people, start off with like twenty minutes. Don't don't think you got to go right off the bat and go do an hour. And go you know be extreme and you know. Don't burn yourself out. Yeah. And I'm like, start off slow. Start off with walking a little bit. Right now with the whole corona going on, like um, when it first started, people didn't want to go out or whatever. I, you know, I was like, depending on the size of your, your, you know, house, apartment, wherever you may live, try to, try to find movement in there. Try to do different things. Try to, try to get off the couch and get out of the bed. I was like, if you were able to go out to work, then, you know, take those extra steps, park further away, you know, however, try to find things along the way to keep yourself active because, it's so easy to get in that mindset, get in that funk of, you know, well, crap, there goes everything, you know, and start feeling bad about yourself and start over here going out to eat, drive-throughs, and then, to, you know, it's just, it can quickly build up into that mindset, putting yourself in a negative place and trying to get out of that at times. It's, it's hard. It's not, for me, I'm fortunate enough where I, I keep it real, real with myself. And it's like, I, you know, I swear, like I said, I, you know, I tell myself like, yo, you know, get out of that. But for some people, it's not that easy. Um, and, and it's not always easy for me to get out of certain mindsets of different things because to say I'm still adjusting with the whole feeling looking different because of the bulking, you know, phase and stuff. But yeah, again, going back to your question, try to find things along the way. And, you know, I still, to this day, I still get messages of people or, Hey, I don't want to go back to my gym, even though it's been open, you know, recommend this. And then it's like, if you, you know, keep your social distancing and go for walks, go, you know, do that. Just. 20, 30 minutes, you know, if, include your family, include your kids. So, you know, or try to find somebody to do it if you don't, you know, an accountability partner. Yeah. I think the accountability part is huge, right? Like, so, I mean, if people ask me what they should do, you know, I mean, I encourage them to take baby steps. Like when they start yes. off, like just implement like a 10 minute walk. Don't even yeah. worry too much about completely changing your diet. Just add like three or four extra servings of vegetables a day when you start off, like just making those like little incremental changes. But one of the biggest things that you can do is find someone like who's willing to go down this path with you and like stick it out with them or find a community on social media, something like that, that is going to keep you, keep you on this track because it's hard and you fall off. And, you know, I'm very lucky that my wife is super supportive whenever it comes to like my, health and fitness right and like I've been almost a little bit selfish because I make it like my number one priority because I want to be here for a long time you know with her yeah but so I mean that it gets in the way of stuff but she's extremely supportive and if I like don't go to the gym or if I oversleep or something she's like what are you doing why aren't you at the gym you know like and without that support I don't know that I could have kept it going this long um so I think that that's just a huge thing. Who would you say has been your biggest supporter throughout your journey? Definitely hands down my wife. Um, and, and, and the thing is that I told her this too, it's I'm fortunate that, she, like I said, she started, she tried before me trying to lose the weight and I wasn't supportive. I was still in that asshole mode. I was still that let's go out to eat. You know, she, and it sucks because I regret this so much to this day. And she tells me, you know, let it go with the past. She had lost, I don't know, I think it was like 40 to 50 pounds. But because I wasn't that supportive husband that I should have been, we were still going into E. And I was like, it's fine. You know, you're, you're going to work out. You're going to do this. 
not realizing how hard it is to keep that weight off. And, and, and again, you know, I wasn't supportive, but then when I started making these changes and she started seeing that I was building confidence and um, she started, you know, seeing different things and she was always been supportive and stuff like that. And then um, if I felt like I wanted to go out to have a drink or if I wanted to do this, she was that type to like keep my ass in check pretty much. And you know, it wasn't, she, don't get me wrong. We do butt heads about certain things uh, along this journey. And, and, Everybody and that's is, what yeah. I talk about too. You know, it's, it's not going to always be perfect where it's like, Oh yeah, your, your significant other is going to always have your back on this because certain things where you're feeling certain things you want to talk about for my situation, she's kind of like iffy about, like I said, the whole shirtless thing, she, she didn't feel the, she didn't see the reason why the, the need I, for me to post shirtless um, mm-hmm. in the beginning. She, you know, she was just like, I had to explain to her, like, this was my biggest thing that I, at the time that I've never done before to talk about it. Yeah. And when I had to explain to her, like, show her these, you know, show her that people were reaching out to me. Um, she I, was probably a little defensive her, at first for you, like worried about any kind of blowback that you might get, right? That and, you know, when she, you know, to be honest, she, she was saying, hey, you just pretty much just want to show the world and, you know, kind of like a, you know, it sparked a little arguments because it was yeah. going to be a, you know, what, you know, in her mind is, what are you posting for? You just want to show off your body. And, you know, and I told her, like, in a way, yes, to show off the body, but to show that, look at the changes, look at it can be done. You got to trust the process kind of thing. And like, I had to explain that to her. I had to explain to her, like, people are reaching out to me and guys connecting with guys and um, of how they felt that. And she didn't get that at first, and which it's understandable because, Hey, if she did the same thing, I would be a little hesitant at first. Like, okay, what's the reason? Well, not saying shirtless, but you know what I'm saying? Like showing skin. Um, And the thing is I told him like, this is a community thing. And this, again, she was also worried too of like the backlash I was going to get for it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I I would tell her and, you know, and I've always kept it honest with her with everything. Like, Hey, this this backlash that I got. And um, she was worried too, because she's not into the whole social media like I am. And okay. the thing is that she would get messages here and there, and it was just kind of like uh, they shouldn't have reached out to her about that. Um, yeah. So that put her in a little, it kind of like her backing off a little bit, and was just like, uh, I don't want to deal with social media because I don't want, I don't want to have to see you post. Or like sometimes her family or friends were giving her crap about, hey, why are you letting your husband post shirtless like this? Um, and it wasn't nothing sexual, but it was just they were not used to me being that type of person to to doing that. So now it's, they joke around like, Oh man, your husband can't keep a shirt on now. (laughs) Yeah. Now the whole like perception has changed, right? Yeah, pretty much. And you know, like I said, that's family and friends are always going to give you crap about stuff, but. All right, man. So I, I kind of gave you one of these questions earlier, but I ask everyone that comes on the show this question. So if you could give the listeners one simple weight loss tip that they could implement today what would that be have patience and oh you said one tip sorry uh pretty much no that's okay uh i'm gonna have to go with have fun on the journey yeah enjoying the process is huge no that no that's great enjoying the process i mean like you you have to have fun because it's a long hard road and if you can't have fun with it then you're never going to succeed yeah there's just so many that i can run through right now you know but it's just have fun because you're going to have those ups you're going to have those downs you're going to feel like you're getting you know like you're getting your ass defeated like so many things 
it's it's that's what I was telling my team is have fun, learn, you know, self love because that's that's another thing too. Many people didn't like the way they were feeling about themselves and over time it's you know and sorry, I know you said one, I'm over here listening all these things. <laughs> it's okay. But, it's okay. But yeah. Um yeah. so in, in wrapping this thing up, did I did I see that you uh on your Instagram that you have a kid now? No, no kids. Okay, okay. <laughs> I saw you with a kid. I th- I thought that was yours. I was going to say happy Father's Day. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. That's all. That's actually my uh, nephew. Um, so I, I got the okay from my sister-in-law to post them on my page. Um, he's He's been my little motivation because the little guy uh, came into the world super early and almost didn't make it many times. So he's he's my little fighter. He's, he's uh, well, I got asked to be his godfather. So we're going to be uh, baptizing them soon and whatnot. Well, once everything clears up with the whole Corona stuff, but yeah, well, that's awesome. So, I mean, you're his godfather. So that's part of being a, or that's part of father's day. Right. So good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but that's gotta be an inspiration, right? Like if you see, to see, uh, to see that little man, like fought for his life, it has to put it in perspective of like, uh, of us, like thinking that we have these challenges. Right. And it's like, if, if he can fight through that, you know, like being born early and, and be so and come to where he is now compared to our struggles, like it makes him seem small. Definitely. Yeah. I didn't talk about his struggles before, but it was just the amount of surgeries he went through and the numerous times that he almost didn't make it and just being hospitalized for so many months. It's like I said, I get emotional about it. And, you know, I talk about my feelings, but it's, that that one like really is a touchy spot for me in the heart and it's like i said he's my he's my motivation because like, like i said he's a fighter and i can't wait to tell him these stories of uh when he gets older yeah that's awesome man well uh so i want to thank you for being on the show uh i think this has been an awesome podcast that will definitely um inspire some people to uh stay hungry for success um so i but i do want to give you an opportunity right now to kind of shout out your social media tell people where to follow you so they can uh go get some motivation for themselves well thank you for having me on here but yeah if you want to follow me on instagram it's santos underscore oh my gosh what is my page name (laughs) this is so embarrassing uh fitness journey um but yeah like i said it's you know i'm i'm always on there guys if you ever want to reach out send me a message uh, you know, more than welcome to help these guys out. Yeah. So it's Santos underscore fitness underscore journey. You know what? This is really embarrassing. I don't know my name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's it. Um, that's where they can reach (laughs) out and find you, man. So again, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Hungry people. That is it. I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. As always, make sure that you are following us on Instagram for all the latest information about the show. And also, I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.